This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, JV. Yes, sir. Happy Monday, brother. Appreciate it. It's a Carolina Tar Heel Monday, baby. <laughs> championship is on the line if you're hearing this right now we won we won we won yeah no take backs <laughs> no take backs i don't care what happens at 9 40 on tip off tonight okay right carolina victory tonight baby i'm calling it right other than that how you doing brother doing pretty good man talk to me about the weekend not the weekend. Uh, so Friday. Not, not the artist. Your actual weekend. Oh, okay. what, what you did. Right, I was yeah. very confused. <laughs> uh, Friday, my band Fifty Flies. We started a music video shoot for our single coming out soon. Wait, you shot a music video? Shot a music video. Uh, two day shoot. Uh, pretty much all day, both days. Location. Um, was that? Chip's house, our drummer. Okay. We used his house and his field and stuff like that to do some cool shoots during sunset. Dope. Yeah, so uh, long days. Uh, but it was nice days out. Yeah. It was, it was a very nice weekend to do this. We it picked was a, we picked gorgeous a out there, bro. Perfect weekend. Um, but yeah, man, just getting in it. Full band scenes. We had some actors there to play out some, some roles. Uh. Nick Alexander, who did our photography, our videography for it, uh, basically wrote a story nice. to go with the song, and, you know, he laid it out. He had his vision, and that's what he did, man. We just uh, Dude, so when can the good people of the world see you smacking the bass band on I mean, video? 
they can see it any day they want to on video. There, there's stuff out there. There's stuff out there. There's stuff out there. All right. Uh, if you go to Facebook or YouTube or whatever uh, for Fifty Flies Band. That's uh, he's that's plugging, where we're at. He's plugging his band yeah, right yeah. now, ladies Plug and gentlemen. If you don't know. I mean, listen, write it down. <laughs> if you're in traffic, just remember it. Tell Siri yeah, yeah. or Alexa to remember yeah, it. Yeah, just go ahead and search for Fifty Flies right now. On, yeah. uh, I would say on on Apple or something, but it's not on there yet. Oh, uh, this is all live music that's out there right now. Okay. So uh, the single and the video we're releasing soon. We don't have an official date yet. What's the name of the track? Uh, it's called Secrets. Secrets. Yes. We all got them. Everybody has them. I think it's uh, going to relate to people. All right. Or might not. I don't know. Hey. I don't know everybody's life. So <laughs> life, life choices. Hopefully, hopefully you at least like the song <laughs> one way or another. Uh, so, yeah, man. It's going to be a pretty sweet deal. Pretty big deal for the band. Dude, I'm happy for you, brother. So, that uh, when that hits, the, the track will be on streaming platforms and then the video will be out there as well. So what happens when you like blow up and you're not here on Monday nights to record the pod with me? That's, that's my biggest question. Well, well, you know, uh, I'll need a base tech. So went the road and was doing the pod on the road. I guess I'm going to be the base tech guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, quick, funny story. Uh, when Javi was in a band, when we were younger. Um, <laughs> the drummer had a drum tech, and Javi was like, I was just around. I was like, I loved hearing the music, yeah, yeah. loved being around around the guys. I was like, dude, like, you're here. Just get your ass to work, man. Be my, be my, my bass tech. You know how little there was to do then? <laughs> dude, my rig now is just like a, it's just a little pedal board. <laughs> and I plug in the power, and that's it. I love it, that's dude. Got, wireless, everything. So it's just like a, it's just one power cord, and I turn it on. So like do you do you roll in your own speakers still or no, how no, does that no. <laughs> you are <We're>, simple. <laughs> we do none of that. We're all uh we run line six stuff, which is a brand uh like it's just a pedal boards. Yeah. Uh, so we just plug in basically like if you plug it in a microphone. They just nice. plug the cable right into the pedal nice. and we that's that's it. I love technology, so bro. All of us, we're all like that. Dude, no cap, So like none. with that, right? Is the sound the same? Is it? Is there a difference? Like, what do you think? Uh, well, there are people who will say that it's never, it's it's digital and analog. So digital is the pedal boards like yeah. they use, and then analogs like the, you know, the regular foot pedals going through a cab. They mic the cab stuff like that. If you spend enough time in it, guys, I'm, I can get them to talk about this for hours. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend enough time in it, you can get a good sound you like. Okay. Uh, they're so advanced now that they can't emulate a lot of like noise. Dope. So it's not like crystal clear. You have like emulation of like cables. Because you, you kind of want that dirty. That, that yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. You need a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, like if your speaker was just sitting there, just making like a little fuzzy sound. Yeah. So, okay, you can get out of it, you know what you want, but you know just throwing it in the backpack and leaving is just so much it's the best. easy on the back. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> good deal, man. At, man. Good deal, brother. All right, man. So, um, <clears throat> I want to talk about what happened Sunday night, which was last night. It was last night. Yeah. Was it last night? What did, I don't know, what did you do? I don't know what I did. I did nothing 
last night. Went to the movies last night. We went to go to the movies to go I see Morbius. You uh, join our time together, <laughs> but <laughs> you completely forgot. I forgot. Cool. I forgot about that. I was thinking Saturday night. Saturday night yeah, yeah. was the most epic. It was the first time Carolina and Duke played in the NCAA tournament. It was a Final Four. It was Hubert Davis's <laughs> first year. He got Coach of the Year. It was uh, Coach K's last season, mm-hmm. uh, and the Dukies went down. <laughs> shout out to my boy Rico. Shout out to my boy John. I think they're on suicide watch right, right. now. Okay. Oh, it was um, a big deal at the uh, the shoot as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like, guys, we got to wrap. It's, uh, <laughs> we got to get this thing. Good. We got to get it done. Gotta start unplugging shit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't watch yeah. sports much, yeah. so everybody was like huddled around the TV, and I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna go." Home, <laughs> I was just like, "I'm gonna go. I gotta go home, yeah. guys." <laughs> um, but no, dude, it was a legendary game. Uh, came down to the last two minutes, and my boys pulled it out. So once again tonight, okay. after the record here, I'm locked in, locked into that game, man. So we got to get on with it. So what's what's tonight? <clears throat> so that was the final four. Yes. Uh Carolina played Duke. So this is the final. This is the natty. Gotcha, this is the champion. Gotcha. This is for the chip right here, bro. This is for the it's Carolina versus Kansas. Two uh blue bloods, mm-hmm. two like highly decorated collegiate basketball programs. Uh it's gonna be a good game, man. I'm right. pretty excited about it. Where is that going to be at? Uh New Orleans. New so Orleans. so they moved That's where they did all of it, right? The final four was in New Orleans. Right. So the two in the game and the game. Yeah. Um and then the championship game is also tonight okay. in New Orleans. So pretty pumped, bro. They, they get one night off to go party and then right back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these nineteen year old kids out there yeah. drinking on <laughs> Bourbon Street. Woo <laughs> All right dude. Um yesterday we did hang out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy Eddie who came through. Oh yeah. Um, went to go see Morbius, the Jared Leto uh, Marvel, Sony Marvel flick. Got to make yeah, that um, very clear. apparent and very clear. <laughs> uh, let's not spend too much time on here, man, but you're, you're just quick thoughts, brother. Yeah. Uh, very mixed feelings. Yeah. Very, very mixed feelings. Uh, you know, Jared Leto, I don't have bad things to say about him. He, he Same. Did, he did, I think he did all right as, as a monster on the, on the TV. Same. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Tyrese, though, he, they got to get somebody else in there. <laughs> okay, let's. So, so <laughs> I'll let you finish. I'll yeah, let you finish. So, like the, the the you know all the the cast, the main cast, and then you had like the the cops. Yeah. Right? I I didn't enjoy that part of the movie. That that just wasn't working. Like I felt like it was supposed to be kind of the comedy relief yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't like that at all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> Jer- I laughed at it because it was kind of goofy. But, yeah. <laughs> Jer- Jared Leto uh, and Matt Smith, mm-hmm. uh, their acting in this movie, I like Jared Leto not being weird. Right, right. I like that Jared Leto. Like, just be your, be Jared Leto, but like right. act, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be somebody else, but like, you don't have to be the dude you were in the, uh, the movie you just did with Ridley Scott. Right. Or the... Super creepy. Which the, is what he always does. The Little Things, you know, movie yeah. like we talked about and a couple seasons ago. So, well, a couple seasons ago. Wow, I can, I can say yeah, that now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, he... 
acted and did his thing here, and I really enjoyed it. And yeah. actually, him and Matt Smith played well off each other. Matt Smith brought the more of the goofy, more of the more of the fun, more more yeah. of that that fun type villain. He's, he's enjoying himself. He reminded thing, yeah. me of the Nicholson Joker a little bit, right? Yeah. And he was just like all over the place, yeah, just dancing, fun, and you know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, he was enjoying every every bit of it. Yeah, um, the movie itself, eh, okay. I actually I did not like Tyrese. Yeah, of course. E- even though, like, it looks like he's an actual character in like the Marvel universe or whatever, Simon Shroud. Um, yeah, it looks like he's a Marvel character, but his partner, <laughs> Alberto Al Rodriguez, <laughs> dude, this dude was like, he was just, it was like dry humor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you needed that because this was kind of a weighty, heavy. Yeah. Even though it was like a Marvel action flick, you know what I mean? It yeah. was. He brought levity, so I yeah. like. When there was just like shit happening, right. you know what I mean, and then like they stepped on screen. You know, Tyrese was going to be a bum, but <laughs> he was. He really was. Yeah. yeah. Not saying that Tyrese is a bad actor, but just this role, he was a bum. But like Rodriguez, Rodriguez was just hilarious, dude. He just doesn't do a good, like straight man. Br- that real brooding, yeah, kind of don't have any emotions kind of guy. Yeah. I'm, doesn't do that well, but he's got to be a little goofy and have a little, little, little fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his counterpart there was, uh, <laughs> he gave us some good laughs. Right? He's <laughs> so, so goofy too. I will say this before we uh, move forward on this movie, man. Um, it's not as bad as everybody thought it was going to be. I agree. And, and it's because I think the direction of Daniel Espinosa, who's a fantastic director, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he did life. He did Safe House. He did Child 44. Um, he has a great visual perspective, like, on movies. And, like, he brought that here. And yeah. I really like the look. It wasn't just, like, boring Marvel movie. Right. Superhero movie. Solo. Or, yeah. Uh, origin story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was not boring. There was some depth to it. There was some feel, right? He made the city come to life, yeah. right? The, even the even the, the CGI looked cool and different, yeah. right? Yeah. I really enjoyed that, yeah. man. So, like they brought on the right guy for this movie. Yeah. Um. Will we be seeing Morbius in the future? Probably so. We'll yeah. see what happens. There was a right. really there was a really cool short um thing at the end. So definitely stay a little longer than expected. But I digged it. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailer for Memory, a few shows we've been watching lately, the first episode of Moon Knight, and our movie of the week, The Snowman. I'm not going to lie, you, you caught me off guard. When you went into it. Oh, I, you yeah, I wasn't ready. You wasn't it. ready? Nope. You good, you good now? Yeah, I'm straight. All right. All right, dude. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to move on to, uh, like, uh, talking about Moon Knight or something like that. <laughs> so I was like, what, what's my line? What's my line? <laughs> and then he remembers. Yeah. He has one line. <laughs> All right, dude. Um Another Liam Neeson, uh, 70-year-old man flick. 
Uh, we got Memory here. This stars Liam Neeson as Alex Lewis. It's directed by the great Martin Campbell, who is a great director. Uh, oh directed Golden Eye and Casino Royale. Uh, talk to me, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Liam Neeson is still a contract killer. Apparently, <laughs> uh, he just he's just gonna keep it going as long as he can, right? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, so you know, it's a contract killer. Uh, I guess he's getting wrapped up in some kind of child trafficking uh, outfit here. Uh, yeah. Uh, was a, one of his targets was a child, and now, you know, he doesn't kill children. Now he's going after this whole ring of uh, child traffickers uh, while battling something. Uh, not quite sure, memory loss or pulling, you know. Just keep talking. <laughs> just... <laughs> I just don't know where to go with that. It's but, uh, a Liam Neeson movie, yeah, yeah. bro. Okay. Just know like he's seventy something. Yeah. And he's gonna whoop everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, he does. Like I mean, like your grandfather. <laughs> Yo, I okay, so little story, okay. <laughs> it was maybe a year ago. Shout out to my buddy uh Rico. He was on the Inception pod. Oh yeah. Um we were out for his birthday. There were some cocktails. He said, yo, you can join AARP now. I was 34 at the time. Mm-hmm. A few cocktails later on the AARP site. <laughs> just right there at dinner. Just <laughs> I'm a six-year member now of AARP. It's for as low as like $55. I'm, yeah, like 55. Yeah. I'm a member now. So I get these magazines. My most recent magazine has Liam Neeson on the cover. I wish I had it on me. It's on my it's on my office desk right right now. But uh, I'll I'll post a picture on our, on our socials. I'll post one on the pod. But it's like uh, <laughs> I'll find it online. I'll post it on there. But it's uh, but it's like him, and it's like um, you know Liam Neeson at his age yeah. still being a, a great action star. Like that was like one of the, the headlines. You know, it it's kind of the same thing. It's the over same. And over it's the same now, thing. But, but it's like. Still gonna watch it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Still gonna watch this movie. Not in the movie theater. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No, go but when this drops that. on the flicks, yeah. Oh, one hundred percent, bro. I'm there. <laughs> I am definitely there for this. So, but like, he's just yeah. gonna he's just gonna kill everybody. Yeah, <clears throat> and save the day. Apparently, blacks out sometimes, and I don't know. We'll figure out that uh, it's a puzzle piece later on. Can somebody get Liam Neeson uh, just for the pod? Yeah. I need a 10-minute interview yeah. with this guy. <laughs> I just need a 10-minute interview with this guy. Liam Neeson, holler at us, bro. <laughs> Come on the pod. <laughs> All right, man. Um, What are you watching lately, brother? Anything good? Uh, I mean, right now, typical rewatch stuff. I've yeah. been watching Rick and Morty again. Yeah, uh, always. Little new girl. Yeah. Can't get away from that. Ever. Never. It's ever. just just so good. Just always so good. Um, I think I watched Transformers uh, Dark of the Moon this weekend. Okay, let me ask you this. Is that your, your favorite one? I don't know. Really? I don't know. Okay. It's a fun one. I That's like, my favorite I, I, one. Is it? It's just okay. like the destruction of Chicago. Yeah, and then you got a lot of a lot of little pieces like uh, especially like the little robots, yeah. and then you got 
and you don't have Megan Fox there anymore. Yeah, you got uh, Spock as the yeah. bad guy, <laughs> right? I love in the beginning too. Yeah. The, the, the little robot's like, "Oh, this is the episode where Spock goes crazy," yeah. and then Spock goes crazy at the end, right? <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. little foreshadowing. Who knew Michael Bay could do that, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is probably my favorite one of the Shia LaBeouf era. Okay, so there was one that you liked of the uh, Marky Mark era. I liked the Marky Mark on the first one. The Age of Extension is what that was. Was it that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like three hours too long for me. It was very long. It was, really <laughs> it was very long. It's Remember, okay, we talked about the Batman. Yeah. Remember when we were like, oh, the Batman. Okay, it's over. Yeah. You saved the day. Woohoo. 35 more minutes yeah. later. <laughs> that was age of extinction yeah. for me, bro. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like it just, we just, it just kept escalating. Yeah. It just kept escalating and escalating well, and just would never come down. Well, that's what's hard, but like, it's, you know, when the first one came out, I, I like the first one still. Oh, the first one's the, like critics wise, still yeah, the best yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had a bunch of stuff in between there. Uh, what was, uh, you had the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. And uh, parts of all of them are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you that. But I don't really know which one I would say is my very, very favorite. Okay. Not sure. Because I like, I just watch them randomly. So. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of whatever's like, if I'm watching through and it's like, hey, this is yeah. on there. You want to watch this again? Yeah, sure. Why not? Boop. <laughs> For me, it's if, if I can pick one, it's definitely Dark of the Moon. Okay. Um, it's just a it's fun a, one, it's bro. It's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Dude, um, we're talking about what movie series I've been binge watching. Okay. We talked about it when I was in Vegas when we had that con- we had our meeting. <laughs> um, but show wise, um, I finished Upload season two. Nice. I finished uh, Miss Maisel season three or four or whatever the most recent yeah. was. Please give Tony Shalhoub all the awards, please. Um, <laughs> all, just all of them. He's the right. best. Um. I don't know what show I'm about to start binge watching, but like I said last week, I need to start the seasons that I haven't watched yet, like The Witcher and yeah, uh, Thirteen Reasons Why and stuff like that, which I still haven't done yet. But there's more content coming out. Oh yeah, it's not gonna stop. <clears throat> gonna keep piling. <laughs> Just keep piling on. Uh, there is super pumped with uh, the great JGL, which is awesome, which is like the the start of Uber. Okay, which is, which is fire. It's on Showtime. Highly recommend. And I'm watching the Jared Leto and Hathaway. Uh, we crashed the start. How they started. We work. Yeah. I'm one episode in. It's good. It's good. I thought I looked at Jared Leto and I was like, oh, he's not going to be like weird. Yeah. And then I started watching it and super weird. He's he plays an Israeli American. Right. And as we all know, Jared Leto's not an Israeli American. And so the accent's like really thick, so I'm like, all right, here we go yeah. again. But like, it's it, it works, it works. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, you can make it work. Then, but what Sweet. I'm watching, and I can't get, I can't get enough of it right now, dude. What's that? Family, bro. Family. I'm watching all the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching them all. Oh man! Like that first one. Is still so good, yeah, dude. It's still it's so, so good. good. And like, I have a weird love. Like me and my boy John, we love right. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, 
that, that's it's where just it, a fun ride. Yeah. Too fast, too furious. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's like it goes from like the gangster stuff to the party stuff. Yeah, right. And just Miami, and it's <laughs> you know just colorful. We're vibrant. We're under like we're working with the yeah. FBI, CIA now and stuff like that, <laughs> but we're really not. So I think what I'm planning is we're just gonna do one. Big ass Fast and yeah. the Furious pod, dude. I think dude. we should make that, that happen. Um, I want to bring it's on some people good. about that. I've been kind of writing that for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even this, dude, the Justin Lin change with Tokyo Drift. Yeah. When he just then directed like Tokyo Drift and then everyone after the hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like two. Um, just fun. such a different turn in the movies yeah. as well. So it, it's just, it's a fun arc to see with that one. Like, really, really unbelievable. But yeah, with that one, it was where it was placed. Uh, I liked the movie. Yeah. Tokyo drift. Yeah. But it was just weird when it came out because it was placed in a weird, in a weird time in the movie, uh, timeline. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, it's well, just like all of a sudden you're in Tokyo. Well, after the fact, right. Because yeah. it's like, <clears throat> Because you're following Dom and Brian in the yeah. first one. You're following Brian in the second mm-hmm. one. And then the third one, which was a couple of years later, um, it's following nobody. Right. Afterwards, we're jumping ahead to our pod. That's going to be yeah. probably next season. They're retconning. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, dude, I have, like, red string on a big board. I can't show you what is behind. I can't show you what's behind that door behind <laughs> right. you, okay? It's so, 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 embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Okay, I have retconned yeah, yeah. and figured everything out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you know that one got a little bit of hate. I think because it was just in a weird place. Yeah, like it didn't make sense at that time. But I enjoyed the movie. It's a pretty yeah. sick card in that one. Very dude. It had bow wow. Oh yeah. Bow <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, man. Um, Oscar Isaac. Let's talk about his performance in this first episode of Moon Knight, bro. He's going to be playing like five characters. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good, dude. Talk to me. Yeah, man. Uh, I really enjoyed the like uh, blackouts in this one. They were fun. Yeah, like it was It was such a tease the whole time. Yeah. Because um, you expect to see something and then... All of a sudden, it's minutes later, and everybody's dead. <laughs> He's just standing there like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how this happened, guys. <laughs> uh, so I like the way that they dragged that out until the very end um, of this first episode. Uh, it's just, he's just awesome, dude. He, he, we saw, what, two, basically three characters out of him. Um Steven, and then we started to get a glimpse of Mark at the end. Yeah. And then you see him full costumed out, full suited up. For Moon Knight, yeah, and that was badass. Yeah. So we have, like, this first episode is so good, man, because I, you can easily just get him to start, like, doing a bunch of action and stuff yeah. like that, but they were like, no, let's strip this back. You don't see none of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's look at the man. Yeah. Right. And where he currently is in his life and just give them like small pieces that don't really make sense. But let's take them. Let's take the viewers on a ride. Yeah. Um, Seems like this has been going on for a long time, though. <laughs> yeah. 
finds the burner phone. He, he's, he's like, two years you, you saw this chick, dude? Like, so this has been going on for a while. Yeah. But then it's like, there's the voice that's like, oh, the idiot has control again. Yeah, yeah. Like, who the hell is that? Yeah. I have so many questions, man, but I'm yeah. so dialed. Like, you're, I'm dialed in from the first five minutes because yeah. Oscar Isaac is such a damn good actor, man. Yeah, he is. We're talking about this one every week? Every week. Dude, this is going to be fire, dude. It's going to be fire, man. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow. Um, weird guy right now. I don't yeah. know really what um, is going on with his character. I don't. We don't know anything about Moon Knight, really. Not really. But I mean, like, I've seen, I've you know things pop up on YouTube. I watch yeah. a couple Easter egg things, but I mean the reveal and how the MCU does it though is going to be fun. Yeah, it looks like we're going to be dealing with Egyptian gods. Yeah, for this one. So that'd be fun, fun path to go down. Let's get it. All right, dude. Let's go ahead and jump into the snowman. I love this movie. I'll tell you this right now. All right, this one was released in 2017, uh, along with Murder on the Orient Express, Gifted, The Wall, Molly's Game, Only the Brave, Snatched. Power Rangers. Nice. Which one? Uh, the one that came out in 17. With, was with <laughs> Dude, I was like, what? Dude, like, what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Uh, I had to do some math there. Yeah, dude. Carry the was, two. That was fantastic. No, I hate math. <clears throat> in, the <laughs> um, in the best on-screen fight since Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris in The Way of the Dragon. Fist fight with Ice Cube and Charlie Day also came out in 2017. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the Snowman is directed by uh, Tomas Alfredson. It's written by uh, Peter Schron, Hoisin Amini, Soren Shrivup from the novel written by Joe Nesbo. Nice. Worked on that all weekend, yeah. bro. Over and over in the mirror. Yes. I should have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a $35 million budget. Uh, box office brought in $43.1 million. Okay, yeah. Starting this one, we have Michael Fassbender as Detective Harry Hole, Rebecca Ferguson as Katrine Bratt, Charlotte Gangsberg as Raquel Falk, Falk, maybe? I don't remember how they pronounced it. Uh, Val Kilmer as Gert Rafto. Uh, the man J.K. Simmons as Arve Stop, Toby Jones as Investigator Sveb, uh, Seb Sanson. Why can't I say that? Bro, you didn't do any. I did. That was not any good. practice. That was not good at all. <laughs> uh, Adrian Dunbar as Fredrickson Aislin. Uh David Denzik as Adar Vettelson, and Jonas Carlson as Matthias Lud Helgeson. Roll that. That was about seventeen more people. In this yeah, it was it was a it was a really <laughs> big cast here. We won't run through them yeah, all. That, that was our our big haters, I think. Yeah, man. All right, <clears throat> go ahead and give us that quick synopsis, man. I want to talk about the fast bender. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a detective, uh, Harry Hole, is on a case of a killer who takes his victims as he sees that they are harming their children, uh, abortions, things like that. Uh, 
After multiple deaths and clues, Harry catches up to the killer who has who he has to face in order to save his son and his ex-wife. All right. Let's jump into these characters, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, we got the great, really good-looking Michael Fassbender, dude. And, like, oh, yeah. he plays a drunk. <laughs> yeah, it looks a little rough. But he does it so well, though. I mean, you know, he's he's a... Even though he's kind of rough, they keep him like a little unshaven and stuff like that. Still, still a gorgeous still man. Still a gorgeous <laughs> man, dude. Right? <laughs> Just bend all the metal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So we have Detective Harry Hole, and he is a detective in the in Oslo. Um, and not much crime, or not crime, but not much murders happen in Oslo. Yeah. Um. Until. This snowman killer arrives. Yeah, somebody's trying to walk through all that snow, man. <laughs> so much work. It's a lot of work, bro. Want to kill a body in the snow? There's probably more suicides than there is murders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because like, don't they say like there's a, a lot of suicides in like Alaska and yeah. places like like that? Where there's like not a bunch of light. And yeah, dark all the time, stuff <clears throat> like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, he's uh, hard boiled. Uh, cigarette smoking, alcoholic. We find this dude on a bench, right? <laughs> when this movie opens up, right? We find him at, on a bench just waking up from a drunken stupor. Kids out there playing like right <laughs> outside. Um, so this is our hero, guys. <laughs> this is the guy who's going to yeah. save the day. He's going to yep. figure it out. Uh, but you can tell that he's bored, right? For, right off the bat. He's bored. He is yeah. tired. Uh, he's going through some shit. And he... Just wants to work. Yeah. He's looking for some cases. He wants something. You know, and I don't know psychologically, like, what type of individual that is who kind of has he always been like that? Because, like, before he had all these, like, medals and all these uh, accolades of taking right. down all these people, but he's just kind of like a has-been now, right? Yeah. So I really don't know what type of individual I can, like, plug him as, but he's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's still, from what we see, he's still a great detective. He just Uh, does it with a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's nothing to do, right? It's (laughs) It's too damn cold. You gotta stay warm Drink and smoke. (laughs) That's how I stay warm. On a bench, you know, like a... Yeah, because that place he was sleeping was just like a little shack. There was no... It wasn't like a building. There was no warmth. Yeah, he was just chilling. Just chilling, bro. Snowing and stuff. Whatever. But no, this is the guy that takes us through um, all the murders. We don't know at first, like, how close he is to this, but come to find out, you know, as the movie progresses, he's closer to the killer than we even think. Right. Right? Well, there is a bunch of red herrings in there, but... What do you mean by that, like, closer as in just literally, like, it's right there in front of him the whole time, or... And has been in front of him multiple times, right? Um, the murderer, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like in a drunken stupor mm-hmm. or he's just so focused on the case where he doesn't see things that are very apparent, right? Cause after, after you watch the movie, you can go back and watch it again. Yeah. Um, you're like, shit, it's like, dude, just, just put yeah, the bottle down for a second. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Get some of that smoke out your face. And the <laughs> There's a clue right there, yeah. buddy. Um, but no, man, he plays hard-boiled. He plays really serious, and, and just he wants 
You know, he's a detective who who wants who's searching for justice, yeah. man. He's excited about this case. You can tell he is. He cleans up a little bit, um, that, that mentally, just, mentally. Yeah. Not like he's still drinking and stuff, but like he definitely kind of progresses to, yeah. to the to the better as he's like, I guess, uh, able to actually do something, not just sit around. Exactly, yeah. exactly, man. But no, he's a definitely a great detective mind. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson as uh, Kat- Katrine Bratt. Talk to me, brother. Um, she shows up kind of suspect at the beginning, doesn't she? She's a little sus right off the bat. Right off the bat, yeah. yeah so she's, uh, what is he first meets her kind of like standing outside just in the cold. Like she's not out there smoking or doing nothing. She's yeah. just like standing out there. Uh, so yeah, as that progresses with her, uh, it just she starts to show that emotion, and you start to kind of see see those uh, layers peeled back to where, you know, she's really into this. It's not just another case. Oh yeah, right. Uh, but my, but Michael's like uh, the way he handles it with her is pretty funny because he's like real chill. Yeah, and then she's like, when they first talk to the first people, she starts freaking out. He's just like, "Why are you going are so you damn freaking? hard right <laughs> now?" <laughs> yeah, he didn't say nothing, but you could tell he's like, right, "You need to, you need to leave for a minute." Freaking out right now. Even when they're talking to the doctor in the doctor's house, <laughs> right? She goes so hard at this guy, yeah. and Harry's just like posted up, yeah, chilling, like asking questions, it, right. interested. But that you get that sense where, like, I guess with the direction of the movie. You have this very veteran detective who's going to get answers his own way. Yeah. In this brash, young detective, you know, straight out of it. She's looking for somebody. She's looking. Yeah. She's going to get answers. Yeah. She's not doing this the the, the, the slow and steady way <laughs> like Harry is, right? She's yeah. going to come firing out on all gates. And then that's when the, the doctor um, was like, yo, Y'all gotta leave. Or, yeah, this, uh, is you getting get, weird. this is getting really weird. You're getting really aggressive right now, young lady. Okay, <laughs> you dial it back a little bit, please. You're at like a twelve. You're yeah. probably out to about a six, please. <laughs> I understand you guys are looking for something, yeah. but like, let's dial it back there. Yeah, I do like that she's in- inquisitive. I do like that she, um, really wants to get to the bottom of what is going on here. Yeah, and I like how the movie kind of peels back her ulterior motives as to oh, why yeah. she's so involved in this case. Like, why is it this case? Yeah. Right. You, you weren't like assigned to him. You just kind of like showed up, just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? So started hanging out. Now yeah. they're all of a sudden working this thing together. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he sees it kind of right off the bat. Cause he's like, I guess he finds that confidential file. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't have this. You don't have the clearance for this. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> I like that part when she said, you got something for me. And he's like, I got something I have clearance for it if you don't. <laughs> what are you going to do? He has a little, like, you know, Harry Hole, he's, he has a little bit of drunken, like, comedy to him. Yeah. And I like that. And it's the levity that in such a uh, hard movie mm-hmm. this is to watch, um, we still get, right? And, and that was definitely enjoyable. Yeah, we do see some messed up stuff. 100%. Yeah. All right, listeners, we're going to take a quick break. Yo, JV, um, why do we never talk about sports movies, man? 
I don't know, man. Is uh, now a good time as any? Uh, what do you got to say? All right. Check this. I mean, look. What type of movie podcast would you be if we didn't talk about the very best in sports movies, man? All right. Thanks. There's Rush, the racing movie, not the amazing band, but I wouldn't mind a little Neil Peart all in you. Right. Okay. Right. Then there's Moneyball, you know, with the amazing, good-looking Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, the sports drama about putting together a fire baseball team with as little money as possible, right? Fantastic cast, fantastic script. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Also has uh, Chris Pat as a baseball player. And, of course, there's Samuel L. Jackson and Coach Carter. Yeah. You know, he's just dropping F-bombs for, like, two hours on Chad and Tatum. But I, di- I digress, right. man. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, uh, Ed is one of them. Fire. The baseball playing monkey, right? Uh, Space Jam was that's, a good one. That's a good one as well. Uh, Seabiscuit. <laughs> uh, Toby McGuire. Yeah, exactly. Spider-Man <laughs> in that one. Uh, and obviously all of the Air Buds. Obviously Air <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, there's always one more I want to talk about, man. Yeah. It's my favorite one. I want to talk about the magic that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. yes uh, one part football movie, one part end of school segregation error mm-hmm. type movie, two parts Denzel Washington, and like nine parts awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes it's yes. just a fantastic film, film, man. With the amazing ensemble cast that includes Will Patton, Wood Harris, Donald Faison, Ethan Subley, Nicole Ari Parker, and a very young and at times horrible DB, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, thank you. I mean, dude was such a liability at cornerback, okay? <laughs> the entire time. He really was, yeah. Uh, so, is that off your chest now? I feel good, man. Okay. Yeah, thanks, okay. thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you letting us, letting us hear that. Uh, you guys know the socials, though. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know about your favorite sports movies and maybe a few that we need to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. Got Charlotte Gainsbourg. Uh, she is the as Raquel Falk. She is the ex girlfriend of Harry Hole. Yeah. Who, um, she has a son. It's not Harry's son. Right. Remember, the kid does not know who his father is, and but Harry was that like surrogate dad. Hung yeah. out with him, whatever. They went to the concert together, and they hang out, and they went to like his his uh, hockey game and stuff like that. So love, he's there. I love the concert scene. The concert scene is because he's like. Okay, I'm going with like, you. Yeah, they're both just sitting there like, all right. <laughs> Why are we I here? Just get out. <laughs> He's like, I got to take a call. He's yeah. like, I'm going with yeah. you. Yeah, let's just take a call together. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she is dating this doctor right now, but she's still pretty close to Harry because yeah. they had a relationship. Harry's close to her son. Um, so there is that dynamic. Yeah. Um, she is. She plays a vital part of the movie, but it's very few and far between that we see her though correct yeah she kind of plays the part you expect her to play yeah damsel in distress yeah exactly val kilmer val kilmer kurt rafko so this is probably my third or fourth time watching this movie Mm -hmm. this is my first time Knowing that it's Val Kilmer. Yeah. I, I had no clue the first three times, bro. I didn't have any clue until I was doing this. I was like, where the, was he at? Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't, uh, he's not part of the, the story, like immediate, the immediate story. Yeah. Uh, so he just kind of slips through. I mean, he's a yeah. big part of the movie, 
like the story and the arc for Rebecca, but he's just kind of in the memories, right? But uh, yeah, he uh, he just kind of does his thing and slides on out. Yeah, so he, you know, he is in a bunch of flashbacks yeah. where he is also investigating this snowman killer, right? Years before, and uh, he is a drunk. Very much so. Once was a good cop. So you see the parallel between like him and Harry. Yeah. Um, You know, and he's getting close. He's getting close. He's getting close. So something's going to have to happen to him. Yep. Right. And that's what does. And then we find out through exposition and the fight between Harry and Katrine that Rafko is her father. Right. And she's looking for this guy to avenge because she knows he did not commit suicide. He was killed. And I think before we know that, we already know that he was a victim. Yeah, we know. Well, we, we know that he... <clears throat> I can't remember how, how it worked out. If we knew that he was already... They knew that he had committed suicide is what they were thinking. It and was then, set up to believe that he committed suicide. Yeah. She did not believe that. Right. Also, when you shoot your head off and then there's a snowman on your head. Yeah. Did you commit suicide, bro? <laughs> right? Like, well, the, well, that's what I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember if we knew that or she didn't. I don't think she let on that it was her father. Until, she did not know. Until the end of the. Yeah. Towards the end. Of so the, Harry kicks her door in. Yeah. Demands <laughs> answers. Damn it. <laughs> All right, dude. Moving forward here, um, what do we have? Yeah, let's just man, talk about him, bro. Man right there, right? All right, we have the man, <laughs> the myth, the living legend here, bro. Um, J.K. Simmons as J. K. Arvo. Simone. Stop. Sure. St. Is that St. Yeah. Weird O. Yeah, a little bit. St. O. Weird P. S T weird O P weird O P weird O P accent accented P O accented O. All right, we'll go with that. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, typical. Uh, me, typical. Uh, J K Simmons. Uh, sells the character. Uh, really walk, does, dude. Walks and uh, body posture, everything. Selling the character. This. Uh, was he like a politician or something like that? So he's a small businessman. Yeah, but he's trying to get the, uh, the what, winter the games. winter games there in the in Arlo. Yeah, um, but he's just a guy that's just got power, right? He just got power in the area, and he flaunts it a lot. Yeah, so he's kind of Very, uh, he he's a suspect without knowing that he's a suspect, right? Right. Um. We're obviously in most of these movies. It's the rich and the powerful who are probably paying people to do stuff like yeah. this, right? And they go down that rabbit hole, right, to the point where uh, Katrine's character is going to meet him in his bedroom to interrogate him yeah. and stuff like that, right? Because once again, she's trying to figure out like who the hell's behind these killings, who killed her father. Man loves the ladies. That's, that's what got him in trouble. Yeah, he definitely loves the, the ladies, man. And um, 
it's a little we- it's, a, it's a little creeper vibe too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when when yeah. it was really cr- like oh dude, I know. it was so like cringy. Or when, when he's standing behind the cabinet thing, is that what you're talking about? Not even that, dude. That was like my, that was my favorite when he when she was like getting oh yeah okay. everything set up oh, for yeah, it yeah, to yeah, meet yeah. him in the bedroom, and then he was just kind of like yeah he was like around the corner just kind of peeking. <laughs> Yeah, like like we just He's ended like, this conversation. You sent your goon over here to give you the key. Like, yeah, that was weird. But like before that, when she's literally right here and she's flirting with him, he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture. That's not creepy at all. Yeah. It's like, crazy as hell. Pictures. Weird. Very weird. But you know what? The rich, the powerful. Yeah. I'm not going to knock their style. It was just really cringy in the movie, but that was the point, though. Yeah, because it was kind of like he was in bed with this kind of prostitution thing. Yeah. So it was creepy the whole time. Right, and it, and it adds on to the story, where the story wants to kind of take you into one direction yeah. um, to see, or in, in a different direction, to see exactly um, how this guy's involved in these murders. Right, right. right. And that's... I enjoyed that. It pissed the payoff pissed me off, um, but I definitely enjoyed it though. Well, they kind of check everybody off. Like you, exactly. you, they, you get led to this person as a suspect, and then they get checked off. At least the next person, and that yeah. person gets checked off. So you're like, so it's fun. It's great that you actually say that. So this is this is what I enjoyed about this movie is that it is an old school like cop. Right. drama procedural right. really and trying to find this killer where it's like, you know, we're just going to go down the line, baby. Exactly what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like the scenes yeah. where the, and we'll, we'll talk about the scenes in a minute. I'm jumping ahead. Um, this is not a JK Simmons like Academy award winning nomination type of yeah. role, but he adds like gravitas to this yeah. movie. And I, I do like that. Also, he pulled off like an Oslo, I don't know where Oslo is, but he pulled off an Oslo accent, which was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Norway, Norwegian. Yes, pulled it off. Fabulous. We got Chloe Savini in here, and uh, she plays dual characters. She plays the twins, Sylvia Otterson and Anne Peterson, um, right. which was something that had, was another like red herring uh-huh. type thing where you were just like, wait, what the... F- <laughs> what the f- do we just like? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> There's so many times in this movie where you're just like, wait, did that just. You took me down this path and now we're over here. Yeah, super weird. What's going on here, right? And her character is uh, big with that as well. All right, man. So there's uh, a couple other characters as well. There's like James E.R.C., uh, he plays the uh, widowed husband. Um,. Jamie Clayton as well. Uh, there's some there's some good actors in here. Um, I want to talk about though. I we were in snow last week, right? Yes. Vertical limit. We're oh, back yeah. in the snow. More snow this time. More. <laughs> I think it's a lot more <laughs> snow. It snowed every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the look and the feel of this movie, though, man. Um, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it because it made it feel it added like a weird like scary vibe to it right yeah Yeah, you couldn't really see anything very beautiful in it really yeah Uh, 
So it gave you that kind of closed up, like Eerie. I can't, I can't leave this town. Like, yeah, everybody's, you know, there's murder starting, and there's nowhere I can go because I'm just getting stuck in the snow going down the road. Yeah, I, I, I thought that. I also thought, um, there was just some eeriness to just because, like, okay, growing up, all the Michael Myers movies was Halloween. Obviously, the damn movie's called Halloween. Friday the 13th, summertime. Why? They were at summer camp, right? Friday the 13th's happened. Exactly, right? Friday the 13th only happens in July, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) There's only one. There's more than that. That's fantastic. We get at least two or three. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, so we don't really see a lot of horror or murder thrillers in the snow. And I think like just taking us out of our normal element. Right. And putting us into this eerie world where it's snowy, it's cold. Yeah. Everybody's miserable probably because of it. Yeah. I I agree with that. Cause you're talking about like, uh, like you said, a a real life procedural cop movie, not like a, there's some horror movies. Yeah. That are based in it, but you don't see much like this one. Yeah. And, and where it's not like a monster or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. And, and this was just really fun to kind of watch and just see Harry Hole like just in the snow yeah. at the times, right? He's like high, like knees to chest. Dude, he was trekking. Like when the, <laughs> we're talking about the twin, that twin scene, yeah. he's having to go around that. Yeah. Like silo or whatever. He was pumping, dude. Dude. That's a, that's a, Tall dude. And that's a lot of damn snow, yeah. man. <laughs> or, or just like or just like the eerie uh snowmen that are built around like yeah. where people were abducted or killed or whatever, man. And then you don't see the snowman, yeah. but the person like wa- like like uh Katrine like walked by the snowman. It looked like a happy snowman on this side, yeah. but the other side it was like the eerie one. Like that's just cool. That's just good production, man. Yeah. That's just fun. And at the beginning, I was actually thrown off at the beginning because I thought Harry was the kid. Yeah. Uh, for a little while there, you know, until it kind of yeah. started explaining everything. But I, th- I thought that was him. And I'm like, okay, so he became a cop. I was building a whole story in my head. Yeah. And I was just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good damn yeah, story, yeah. though, right? <laughs> like, so that's what I'm saying. There's so, ma- there's so many, like, red herrings in this movie yeah. where it's just like, all right, this movie is taking us down one path. Yeah. And we're just gonna build. You built a yeah, whole entire like, arc on this guy. I'm like, is this dude? Is this guy the one murdering people? <laughs> yeah, it was messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was I was thoroughly into it at the beginning, not knowing what the hell's going on. <laughs> Completely wrong story. I love it, dude. Um, just quick with the music, very eerie, and it yeah. fit right. It, yeah. it fit with the the theme of cold, the theme of eeriness. Um, the theme is like, we're not going to, this guy is gross. Like this killer. Yeah. This method of killing as well. I've never seen anything like this in a movie. Have, have you? Not really. <clears throat> I mean, he had, he had some gadgets. That's the thing. Like yeah. usually it's like, okay, uh, I keep on saying Michael Myers, but Jason. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen the, I've seen the cable before. By but, itself. But yeah, not but with never the, like, with uh, like the gun. Right. And it pulled back, and it was pulled back so clean. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I've never seen that before. And you, 
you know, you kind of get the sense that like this guy's like, is this guy a contract professional? Right. How the hell is he one so strong, two, um, just in anywhere the hell where he wants to go? Yeah. Um, and just precise, clean yeah. as a whistle with everything he does. Because we only really get like how he finds the victims. That's yeah. how we really get told. We don't. You yeah. don't see like if he plans these things out big time or we don't his you know we don't see his yarn and whiteboard we don't see all that <laughs> so <laughs> we don't know how he puts it all together we just know that he chooses victims a specific way and that's it yeah man um it sounds really gross but I I actually screw it it. It was really cool. The killings were really cool. It was, they were really cool to me. It was, it, was, it, was, it was interesting and different. Yeah. And, like, even the way that Katrine's character died, mm-hmm. and but, like, there was reason behind why he needed to kill her like like that, right? Right. Um, to cover his tracks and everything. So, I really dug it, man. It was really, you, you got into the person's head without even knowing who the person is, who yeah. the killer is, man. I really enjoyed that until the end, so. All right, man. Um, Going to jump into a quick theme here. Um, I want everybody to really enjoy uh, this flick, this 119-minute flick. You're not going to watch it now. We talked about all the. We talked about everything. Everything else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Check out how gross it was. It's on HBO Max right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Definitely check check it out here. Um, but no, uh, one redemption. Uh, I think like Harry's character, specifically through this case, kind of redeems himself with his ex girlfriend, with his surrogate son, um, and with the detective in the town, with the police in the town as well. Right? I like it at the end where he. We're talking about the next this next murder case, and instead of you know being drunk in public somewhere, yeah. he's sipping some coffee, and going like, "Give it to me, I'll yeah. take it." Right, yeah. and that shows like he's back. And yeah. I really like that, man. I really like that. Um, I, I, yeah, that was dope he, for me. So he's just kind of lost, right? Yeah, he was lost with I guess the whole the family situation, um, and then just being bored. Yeah. Like, a good detective just lost his way and just bored now. Find something else, dude, and drinking and smoking. Sleeping on benches in the snow. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, that is our conversation about the snowman released in twenty seventeen, starring the great Michael Fassbender. Javi. Talk to me, brother. What are your thoughts? Uh I'm gonna start my rating. Uh I'm gonna do this is going to be three out of five buckets for me. Okay. Uh, it really kept me kind of messed up. Like I said, like yeah. at the beginning, I was just off with the whole story. I thought I had it figured out. Uh, so keeps turning. Uh, everything keeps working that way. It's not what I like. Oh, we we, we, we <laughs> talked about that before, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fun and I enjoyed it, but it was just like uh, other than that ride of like not being able to know who the suspect was. Yeah. That was very good. Um, it, once again, it's like, 
it ended the same way I would expect it to end. Him fight versus famine. Yeah. I just, that just throws me, I just don't like, I mean, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, but three out of five, it's still a good movie. All right. It's a good movie. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Uh, this gets four buckets of popcorn for me, bro. This is a, this is a great movie, man. And I did not go to the theaters to go see this. I caught this when it was on some streaming or HBO or, or whatever. Who knows, dude? When it first dropped a couple of years ago, right? But um, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, yeah. man. I love this movie. One, like, give me a hard-boiled, like, detective yeah. flick. Two hours. I'm, I'm locked yeah. in, right? Throw on top of it some amazing acting, you know, especially with Fassbender and Ferguson. Um, throw in some Kilmer, some JK. Right. This is a party, bro, I, for me. <laughs> this I, is a party of actors for me. I think one of the things that didn't catch me on it was like the, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of action. Yeah. Which, you know, you gotta, not, not good, you gotta not bad. It. Not good, not bad, yeah. but, um, it just was like, like I said, that I think that ending could have been a little bit more action. Yeah, um, maybe a little bit more one on one stuff instead of like how it went down. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of where that okay. one extra bucket was for me. It was it wasn't a lot of action in there. No man, I, I feel you there, and that's the that's the, the funny thing that you said there was not enough action, like. It was the right amount of action for me. Right. Because where the movie really rang through is like them just talking about the case and trying to figure it out, right? And just kind of on right. on the job talking and getting the exposition. Right. And that's where the great acting was like even like uh James DiArcy who like played the widowed husband, you know, mm-hmm. from the first kill. Um just his exposition. Yeah. And 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 them going back to him being like, dude, you got to tell us something, bro. Yeah, right? you left something out. You left something. Exactly, yeah. right? And him putting the pieces together that, like, your story didn't check out the first time. Yeah. That's why I'm back, <laughs> damn it, right? Like, that's fun for me, yeah. bro. And that's, like, me also with Harry Hole on this case, like, connecting the dots. You're hanging like, out with him, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm right. This is a ride. This is a ride along three right yeah, here, yeah. baby. With Harry Holt, Harry Holt with Oslo, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Uh, fantastic flick, man. Four <laughs> buckets of popcorn. Uh, highly recommend. Definitely check this one out. It's a little, it's a little gory. It's a little disgusting. Uh, but fantastic flick. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through the snowman. Next week we will be discussing fun with Dick and Jane. I'll be streaming on Netflix. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J. Eighty Two Hundred. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Go heels. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.